Good afternoon, Patriots, and it's Friday, May 12th in the year 2023. Today is Prayer Friday, which I always look forward to. Awesome. And always amazing results that we get testimonies from, and we're going to open with one here very shortly. Patriots, one thing right now to make sure you're keeping your health and your strength up. These are challenging times, mentally, physically, spiritually. And with that, we need great products to supplement our body health, not in the chemical way, but in the whole food, natural way that God intended us to do. And that's what I love about the product Field of Greens. Field of Greens is a supplement. It is a whole food supplement with fruits, vegetables that are completely freeze-dried and ground down in complete, organically grown, done here in the United States, headquarters in Texas, and medically assembled as far as what food products they put in there to enhance specific parts of your body. Now, I started taking this about a month ago, and I take it every morning. One scoop, mix it with water, put it in my shaker bottle, drink it. That's how I kick off my day. And I'm telling you, it is a great product, super product. It is everything they say it is. I feel better. I, it's just overall just a full body health product. And it also provides all the essential things that we need in terms of things like antioxidants. It boosts immunity. It's completely organic and supports healthy metabolism. So all of that in a one scoop a day product, Field of Greens. It's organic and American made. Can't get better. So you go to fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You're going to save 15%. And then after that, if you will want to sign up for the monthly subscription, which I would encourage you to do because you can suspend it or stop it at any time, you're going to get an additional 10% off. Great product. I can't stress it enough. And they're great people. And by the way, I got a report back yesterday that they just love Bards Nation. This is no exaggeration. They said they never had a community that is that it actually writes them notes and tells them where they heard about it and how much how excited they are about it. So I'm I'm sold on it. I hope you are. I think it's a great product. I think it's one of the best out there. Fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bards. 15% off and then sign up for that monthly subscription and you're going to get an additional 10. All right, Patriots. We're not going to get into news today because Fridays are not for news. and Fridays are for healing. And that's what I love about Fridays. Fridays, and we have testimonies to that. So I read this last night because it was so compelling. But I'm going to read this praise report, prayer, praise prayer report right now again, and then we're going to initiate our prayers. But this is just amazing. Now, if you remember last week we voted for, I voted. <laughs> I don't believe votes would have much to do with this. That was a little slip. Probably thinking about the nonsense of our current day, but that's okay. I get to have one of those airs once in a while. Last week, we prayed for uh, one of our members' aunts, whose name is Peggy. And Peggy was in the hospital. She was in a coma. She uh, She was intubated. And her daughter was coming up for her wedding in June. And the prayer was pretty heavy because the daughter, Samantha, had already lost her father and was now afraid she was going to lose her mother and not have her mother present at her wedding, which was a big deal, obviously. And so this was a prayer sent by her cousin, Jessica. So listen to this. This is the report from last Friday. Hi, Bards Nation. I wanted to start off first by saying thank you for being a part of every day of my everyday life. This show has been life-changing for me, and it means so much to me. I love you all so much. My name is Jessica, and last week I requested a prayer for my Aunt Peggy. 
I wanted to give an update on how she is doing. Friday night, when my prayer request was read, my aunt had her best night since being in the hospital. I truly feel that Jesus was with her. Her oxygen levels improved so much overnight that the next morning, they decided that they would awake her from the coma. Still with a tube down her throat, with the vent, she was, she was awake and alert, but was unable to speak. She was also almost breathing completely on her own. Prior to her waking, they did a full body scan to make sure that she didn't have a stroke or anything while being under. They discovered that her bowels were a mess and she would need surgery. They also figured out that the pressure from her bowel mess was likely causing her breathing issues, and it wasn't just the infection of bronchitis or her COPD, but a new issue. This is that if this flare-up didn't happen and this hadn't been discovered when it was, it could have been so much worse. They were able to remove some of her bowel and fix the issue. She is currently on a feeding tube through her stomach. She has a colostomy bag, but by the grace of God, the doctors say that can be reversed. So she doesn't have to live with the bag for the rest of her life. Today, Thursday, that was yesterday, they removed her from the vent and First thing she started doing was making wedding plans for her daughter, Samantha. My mom, her sister, was able to talk to her today and said she sounded great. I shared the prayer from Scott with my mom and she cried, as I did too. This was truly a blessing. Prayers really do work when you are on God's side and walk with his word. He will never fail you. This made, has made my faith grow so much stronger the power we have when we all come together and truly care for one another and pray is just so amazing. I feel truly blessed. Thank you all so much, Jessica. Well, Jessica, you are very welcome. And I think we're all blessed to have been part of that prayer and again, part of the process of bringing healing to the many. So Patriots, let's begin our prayers and we'll begin with our declaration. So Father God, we are here today to begin another amazing Friday of prayers, prayers for healing, Father, prayers walking within the authorities that have been given to us. And so we declare those authorities to heal the sick, to spread the blessings and, and word of Jesus, to raise the demons out of people and to cast out demons and to raise the dead and to do greater works than he. So, Father, we just ask this day that you'll continue to guide us as we push forward into these declarations and push forward into these authorities given to us. Open our hearts and open our minds, Father, so that we can see greater works in all of this that we do and appreciate the world through your eyes and through your ears. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. All right, patriots, so we shall begin. I am asking for prayers for one of my my patrons, his name is Brian. He noticed my Bible on my desk at work and asked if I attended church. I told him that I don't attend a brick and mortar church, but I, I fellowship with a beautiful family who pray daily for healing for so many people, and they've witnessed miraculous healing. I went on telling him about the answer, the answered prayers. His eyes became as wide as as his smile. Then I said. That's my church. I asked him to listen to the podcast. I pray that he does. He then mentioned that he's had kidney cancer in the past and is now suffering from kidney stones and cysts 
on his kidneys and other issues. He is wondering if the cancer is back. I told him we would pray for him. He left smiling and thankful. God is good always. Thank you, DJ Shaw 27. Uh, Father, right out of the gate, this is awesome. This is a young man, Father, that we pray for immediately because he is now hearing the stories that are resonating in his heart of the greater works. This is truly the, the incredible things that we pray for daily, that people will be stirred and drawn to Christ by the stories of miracles, miracles that come through your hand and through the blessings and prayers that we, we give. So, Father, we pray for Brian today. We pray for him on a couple of levels. And we pray for one, his health, because he's struggling with cysts and stones and concerned for the cancer that may come back to his, his kidneys. And so, Father, we, we pray miraculous healing. We pray that whatever is there within him is, is removed and cast out, that on his next visit to the doctor, they're going to be stunned and amazed and look at this and say, what happened? We don't even know how it happened, but we know. We know, Father, because our prayers are here with him to heal him and to heal his body, to restore it to kingdom. And in the so doing, make this moment profound for him, Father. We pray that this moment will be so earth-shaking and so amazing to him that those eyes that opened with a smile as he heard the stories of those that were prayed and healed, well, Father, that story becomes his and that he becomes a great voice in this fight against evil, this an advocate, a voice of joy and healing for kingdom. So we pray these things, Father, over Brian. We pray this for his healing. We pray this for his journey now as he connects and learns of the beauty and the love of Jesus. Prayer request from Staying Alive. Prayers for mental and emotional endurance, physical endurance, wisdom, discipline, focus, prayer, that my faith will not waver that I will make good decisions in alignment with God's plans, that I will make my daughter proud, safety and protection for my life and the lives of my remaining family. Although I'm not afraid to lose my life, I'd rather stay around a while. Uh, those are, are a few things. Thank you. Father, you've introduced us to staying alive, and the suffering that went through with this loss of a child is immense. And this is a time when the hands of darkness like to reach in to take our pain and turn it into darkness and despair. So, Father, we pray for a hedge of protection around staying alive, a powerful hedge of protection that will give her the space and the clarity and the peace of mind to truly encounter and to hear your voice and to encounter the beauty and glory of Christ himself. May this moment be a moment, as difficult as it is, a moment of true refining, of strengthening, and in that inspiration of in memory of her daughter, that truly this moment will be one of greatness, where this voice that is struggling with pain, struggling with the suffering of loss, will be reinvigorated. The heart will be healed, and staying alive will become a powerful voice in as an overcomer to honor her daughter with a powerful life in the walk of kingdom in the love in Christ, and to give her such a strength in her armor that this evil that lurks in the shadows, not only can't get in, but will be cast out and decimated everywhere she goes. Guide her and protect her. Prayer request for Chad Wick Yates. Lord Jesus, bless the hearts of your people to love you like you love. Bless the leaders of this country that you soften their hearts to your truth. 
bless this generation of youth that the scales of wickedness fall from the eyes into the divine sight in Jesus' name. Father, this is a beautiful prayer in a time of challenge and a time when so much of our country is being steered with people that whose hearts have been deeply corrupted. So, Father, today we do pray for the nation. We pray that the hearts of the nation will weep for you. The hearts of the nation will be humbled before you. The hearts of the nation will be touched by the miracles and powerful love that only Jesus can bring. Father, we pray for our leaders in this nation, leaders that have walked astray, leaders that continue to play shows and antics, who have sold their values, their souls even, for things that mean nothing other than in this world. We pray for a mass repentance, that the scales of these leaders will be cast aside, that their eyes will see clearly, that they will truly understand what it is and whom they serve. Father, we pray for our youth a youth that is under war and under siege without protectors, fathers and mothers who have stepped aside and fallen into the trap of the cult, leading their children literally to slaughter. Father, we pray for these youth. We pray for a youth that is being distorted with voices that are constantly trying to confuse their values and truly the sense of the world. Egotistical, self-righteous people that are corrupting innocent youth that don't have the wisdom, and often don't have that protection that they so need. And these are the pure hearts we need in this fight, Father, the youth. We pray for the protection around our youth. We pray for the tongues of those that seek to distort and destroy, to be gagged and bound, and that their words be confused and chaos ensue in their ranks. And Father, we pray for this nation, the mercy that's needed for this nation, to humble itself before you and to seek repentance. We prayed for Doug last week. He's gone back in the hospital with a second round of pneumonia, actually pneumonitis, which is inflammation of the lungs. Doctors have now have said this is caused by immunotherapy, Keytruda, and, and or the chemo that was treating his lung cancer. Obviously, these poisons will do more. Sunday morning, he was non-responsive, all hands on deck, and he was back with us. They did not have to intubate, but using a CPAP to push air into his lungs and goal is to get the carbon dioxide out. As of Tuesday, appetite had returned. He's got the twinkle in his eye, communicating well, tolerating light physical therapy. Today, they took CPAP off using regular oxygen, having high blood pressure issues, meds administered to lower They are discussing release on Tuesday. Karen has not been able to rest peacefully at night since since he was unresponsive. Please pray she gets rejuvenated. Doug said he will be using the natural remedies more diligently than he has been. Doug and Karen credit all the power of prayer, faith, and God's grace. They said that there is no way to express how much it means to them that we come together to pray, not only for them, but for all the needs shared. We are praying for you, Scott, as you bring these petitions before Father God today. We will be praying with you. We appreciate all the prayers. Much love and blessings to all of you, Northwest Central Texas. Well, Father, we're declaring healing, miraculous healing over the hearts and the body 
the hearts and the hearts of Doug and Karen and the body of Doug, and as well the body of Karen. This is a time right now, truly, when there's been obviously a, a walk here that's been a bit stumbling get, to get Doug back on his feet, to get him strong enough to leave the hospital environment. And as he walks, we just pray that both of them will continue to turn more deeply into their love. And we pray that this experience will bring them closer and closer to Christ and that the healing will truly be a testimony a testimony again to the power of prayer and the power of healing that that won't just rest in their hearts, but it will be one that they share and expand in their relationships with people to be advocates and speakers of joy of the power of prayer and healing. May all the ailments that Doug is struggling with be cast aside and may the poisons that were put in him to treat this cancer be flushed out. And may the remedies which he seeks now and remedies yet unseen that are coming his way Remedies that will be people will offer to him, natural remedies, cures not of the medical industry, but cures by the grace that you give us in this world, that they will be coming to him. And in so doing that, he embraces these and he's given the discernment needed to find what he needs specifically, that resources are provided, his body is cleansed and healed, and he is restored powerfully to the might of kingdom with the advantage of having the story of healing that he can now share with others to bring them to Christ. Just this is an update just now from Karen. Keep the prayers coming. He woke up talking as best he could through a mask, wanting to know how, why, and where. If he does as good as he has this afternoon, he will remove the mask and go to high flow canula. Thanks for all the prayers and texts. Things are looking up from this. We love each and every one of you. We give God the glory. And so, Father, again, we pray for Doug and that he will continue to have a restorative experience here, both spiritually and physically, and that he will be cleansed of this of the pollutants and cleansed of the cancers, and that he will be able to be, again, solidly on that rock of faith and powerfully in the world as kingdom intended. Good afternoon. I'm asking prayer for two areas of my life. First, the area of work. I am no longer working in public education, and the Lord has directed me to liquidate my art collectibles business and free my time up for his work. Please pray that he will help me in getting all my items boxed and delivered to auction, as well as getting it all sold. Then he directed me as whether to I am to work anywhere other than on the property he has provided. Second, the issue of that property whether to stay and develop extensive food gardens or to sell. Currently, my brother and his wife live in a house on the property. Short version, he is an abusive narcissist and alcoholic who admits to selling his soul to Satan as a teenager in exchange for a lifetime supply of drugs. Yes, I've tried everything to help him for 30 plus years and he does not want the relationship with the Lord nor sobriety. His wife chooses to stay in the marriage despite numerous attempts to help her and in spite of his abuse of her. The Lord had me buy this property five years ago for my niece's sake, and now that she is out of high school and safely away at university, there is no longer a need for me to house them. And frankly, having that evil so near is wearing me down. I'm working on evicting them, but it may be the only way I will be free of him is to sell the property and relocate. 
California tenants, even squatters, have more rights than owners. Please pray for the discernment and the direction in doing the Lord's will in all of this, as well as my safety. Evicting them will bring major blowback. Thanks all. God bless. Julie Ross. Father, our prayers are raised now for Julie. And this is one of these very human experiences. The distortion of the way Satan weaves ourselves into our lives distorts relationships, makes bargains with people to keep them constantly in the darkness. And this is, again, the, much of the conflict that we all walk and share at this moment, Father. The, the places of what is the right way for kingdom. We're trying to extend a hand of love, and many times love is not kind, but it is truthful. Father, our prayers here for Julie are to begin with a hedge of protection around her, around her heart, around her physical body, around her home, to keep that influence of the darkness away and to strengthen her internally, to literally have that re replenishment from you, Jesus, a moment where she, she can feel that touch and that love. The Holy Spirit can fill her home and just overpower any sort of dark influences that are there. We pray for a fantastic rush of the Holy Spirit across this property a transformation of hearts, a transformation of hearts in such a way that one of two things comes out of this, but all of it peaceful. We pray that the family members that are now tied to drugs, that they will either accept and be embracing of the walk with the Lord, cast away the, the burdens of this bargain that's been done with the devil, to cast out the demonic influence, to restore their lives to a holy walk, and to truly be part of a building of a kingdom blessed by you, Father, or to by, by voluntary decide to leave. Whether or not this land is to be sold, Father, that's something that we will ask that you just provide great clarity on. But it seems amazing that in a time when so many people are running, you're asking so many of us to stay. Unless there's clear path, there seems to be a sense that Julie should stay. Whether or not that's your decision, it's for her to hear, but we just ask that those words will be provided clearly to her. And that in this moment, this very crucible moment, that the power of the Holy Spirit will be so immense, so overwhelming, that either evil decides to release the, from the, the others from the influence of its drug maniac world or that evil decides to leave with them and that they go. But either way, that Julie is left in peace and that this property continues to grow in its vision and glory and blessed by the Holy Spirit and that ultimately hearts are transformed into the love and mightiness of God. Dear Faithful Prayer Warriors, Florinda went to be with our Lord this morning. Thank you for all your prayers for her healing. Please continue to keep her friend Leo and his family in your prayers for healing and God's comfort in the name of Jesus. I deeply appreciate you all so much, Anita. Well, Father, we pray for Florinda and just pray that she finds a, a peaceful way home. Loss is always a difficult thing and a reality which we face so much in this time. Father, we, we do pray for Leo and his family, 
could pray for their continued healing and the continued strength amongst them. And most of all, a restoration in a deeper love in Jesus. Wherever that relationship is, Father, we just pray that it will become grow deeper and mightier, that that love truly will be so profound that all those around can feel it and witness it. And that's really the greater prayer for all things here today, Father, as we declare healing. We're declaring healing deeply, first and foremost, in the soul and the spirit. To be so overwhelmed in these moments of of difficulty with the power of the Holy Spirit and the love of Christ, that truly that transformation and healing becomes one that radiates, that one that people can witness with their eyes and by the presence that exists within us and outside of us. So we, again, we pray for Florinda on her, wherever she is. We pray for Leo and his family for strength and healing and continue to pray for the guidance and direction and the presence of Christ in their lives. I have a prayer request that may seem silly to some, but it is important to me and vital for the people who live in the Andean mountains. I feel compelled to do a Bard's Fest in Chile. Oh, this is a good one. I'm going to enjoy this. Even though this community is small and it's rife and with witchcraft and beliefs that are contrary to the Christian faith to most to which most profess, the reason for this is I believe due to the carryover practices from the Incan ancestry. I guess the early missionaries didn't stress the scripture. I don't know. I only know that I must try to get their attention and hopefully change their hearts and minds. I have some ideas, but I'm not a good organizer. I have never planned any event. I am also going to bear all the expenses of the event. I need help to find Spanish-speaking demon-slaying preachers who are willing to do live stream sermons. I need others who can help explain to those good, decent people the necessity to prepare for what's to come with respect to food shortages. They are very sheltered, and when they do good news, it is the same garbage that MSM do get news, I'm sorry, the same garbage MSM pushes everywhere else. So I need prayers and help to pull this off. If only one person gets saved, it will be worth all the efforts of expense. I want to do this in November or early December. Please pray that we can bring my friends and neighbors to a true understanding of God and his most glorious son, Jesus. Thank you, Myla B. Father, this is probably one of the most inspirational prayers we've had in a while. A courageous warrior in Christ who is sitting surrounded by the witches and demons' influences outside of the the normal range of where we would look in the in Chile, in, in the Andean mountains. So, Father, we're praying for everything that is needed to make this successful. We're praying for the resources. We're praying for Bard's Nation as a community to, to rally. We're praying for the talent to be to come forward. We're praying for even the ability to travel without in hindrance of the vax or anything else, that there is avenues of travel that open up, means of getting there, that we can bring a revival somewhere else. Father, we pray at our prayer team pray for, for revivals and these amazing war councils, the rising of war councils. And the prayer team came back with the number seven. Right now, Father, we have three. We pray that this will be number four. 
We pray that this will be yet another one to set a seed and across this world and across the, into another nation to raise up the believers. And even if it's one, we pray that this will be the focus to shake a community in the glory of Jesus himself, to shake and cast out the demons of the past. And that we can come together as a family for, across continents to put our eyes there in November to truly bring something magnificent to the world in a small little place that no one's looking to realize the power of the Holy Spirit lives and grows mightily. And that we can set up a foundation and a seed that will grow and prosper in amazing ways and spread like wildfire. Father, we pray for this blessing. We declare this, this blessing and we declare this that the authorities given to us on this land. We pray for your, all the resources and all that we need. Please keep her safe, keep her focused, and give her confidence in all that she's doing, that Mila's understanding that we are with her and that you are with her. And Jesus, we ask that you just guide this in as we know you can. My prayer request is one of gratitude that was done for my mom and the love she and our family received when she was in nursing home over the past year, passing away on March 18th being freed of her pain and suffering, being reunited with my dad and our creator. My brother and I didn't have the means, home, circumstances to be able to take our mom into our own homes, and it wouldn't have been safe as she was in an extreme fall risk. That's also the problem of home health aid staffing shortages, as many folks I've communicated with across the country have also said that there's an extreme shortage of those earth angels who do 24-hour health care. That being said, we were blessed with a nursing home in the Northeast Massachusetts, not far from my amazing brother. I made regular trips every other weekend from my home to Southern Connecticut to be with mom, and during that time, our family became close with the staff. Unless you've spent a great deal of time in a nursing home and can understand getting to know these earth angels, I'm not sure I have the right words to express what, I'm, what a blessing they are. My mom was dying, and I got to call the, that the end was very imminent. And I arrived to find out that my brother, by, from my brother, that administrative staff had been visiting mom when they found out the end was near. One in particular made a point of coming back to meet us as we've only had regular contact via email. Not sure I've ever jumped up so fast to hug someone. This angel has also sent condolences to us from the nursing home itself, even leaving a message on mom's obituary. When the end was near, mom's, day's, mom's day nurse didn't want to leave her when her shift ended, but reluctantly went home. The nurse of the next shift stayed hours past her end to be with mom when she passed. Both these women gave us such big hugs and expressed how fond they were of mom and us. We were floored and thought that it was that it may be have been because mom was once a pediatric nurse prior to starting our family, and maybe because we were a family that was always present and cared for the staff, occasionally bringing them food, even harvest from the garden that, that summer. Mom was very protective of her roommate, who has full-blown Alzheimer's. The roommate, while I was leaving one day many months ago, looked at me and, and as I said, see you later, D. 
threw her arms up and asked me for a hug. I tossed my bag aside and gave her a great big hug and turned to see my mom's jaw on the floor. D proceeded to go back to whatever decade she'd been in prior to the hug request, but I told her that she was deeply loved by God and surrounded by angels. Sadly, many in the nursing home, like this one, have zero family. That's not an exaggeration at all. I wish it was. Their only family, their only family is the staff whose jobs are not easy. God has brought them together to fulfill a purpose not just a job for these folks, and I feel an emptiness and to fill an emptiness where blood families should have been had they existed. Mom would have been 83 on May 13th. Mother's Day weekend. She's now home with our loving Father, Savior Jesus and Holy Spirit, and all those who went home before her. Her situation blessed the lives of those who are called to care for others, and in this case, in a nursing home. May God bless them all and their families and those who care for and love. C.S. Father, in this time when abuse and torment can be so devastating and so normal, To hear stories like this of inspiration also reminds us of so many of the unsung heroes of our time. We are tragically living in a time when family has been cast aside and family truly isn't valued as it used to, especially as our parents get older. This testimony today reminds us one of the challenges of the living spaces that we have that often don't permit us to have our parents close. It also reminds us of the commitment of children to the greater cause of taking care of their parents. Bless them both for what they have done and bless the staff, Father, for the selfless giving and taking care of another of staying true to their cause and their purpose, of seeing to it that those that are elderly and alone have someone they can trust, someone they can care for them, and someone who has not forgotten them, that we do so often and so well in this society. We pray for mercy for this nation that continues to cast away the elderly, and forget the power and the beauty of even birth. And yet we're inspired by a story like this and pray for the blessings that this story may resonate and reach many others, that this type of nursing home may inspire others of its same kind to truly do the right thing, to committing themselves to the greater glory of taking care of those in need and giving voice to the innocent. Bless them and guide them, Father. Thank you. I am a little tired of I'm helping to raise five grandkids. Can I ask for the prayers for my health and for my grandchildren? Thank you. Fair. Father, 
such a time as this, we are finding that the grandparents are often stepping in to do the tasks that they never expected to do. Man, what a tragedy. Bless fair. Give her strength. We declare amazing amount of strength and healing for her heart. We declare resources for her. We ask that this be poured down upon her in such an amazing way that she be inspired and given the, the necessary things to endure this time, to understand that what she is doing is truly angel's work. This generations that have just cast away their responsibilities or been broken or been fractured by a system that leave the burden of raising children to the parents that raise them. Wow. What a time we live, Father. Have mercy on this nation. And in so doing, Father, let us raise up those amazing prince and princesses of this land to do the glories of a kingdom, to take a step in where they need to be stepping in, and to raise up and protect the youth, to take care of them in the time of need. Bless Fair. Bless her deeply and provide her with all that she needs. Thank you, Father. I have a prayer request, Patriots. A good friend and co-worker husband, Mike, is going in for surgery to place stints in his heart due to 95% blockage. Please pray for the guidance of the surgeon's hand and stay in staff to see him through the procedure and bring Mike speedy recovery. Place a hedge of protection around him and the family. Truth Patriot. Father, we pay, pray deeply for... Mike, the friend of Truth Patriot, and just ask that the surgery, whether it has happened or not, that the surgery is successful and that the healing is miraculous and rapid. If this surgery is, in whatever its outcome, truly establishes a benchmark of surprise and shock and awe to the doctors, they witness a true miracle of recovery. And in so doing, Mike can live and walk as a testimony of the power of prayer and power of miraculous healing. Guide the hand of the surgeons. May the experience inspire them to seek a greater meaning rather than their hands, but in the hands of you, Father, and bless them. Prayer request for, from Laura, for Laura Lee. Need prayers for a clarity in action. Hard to be near the rings around the bulls, bullseye in Texas. Blessings, patriots. Father, what's going on in the southern border is, again, such a profound moment as we witness acts of treason and defiance and defiling our nation, placing so many in the crosshairs at risk for their own selfish and devilish desires for whatever motivates them we do not understand father we pray today for clarity for laura lee in a difficult time and it's a confusing time where chaos reigns but we pray for eyes your eyes father that she can be given to see clearly the purpose and point of her being there and ears to hear clearly your words in this noise and confusion it's often difficult to discern a pathway forward and yet father we know that you have a path for all of us. May that clarity encourage your steps 
May the chaos strengthen her armor. And Father, while we're praying, we're praying for the continued disruption of the enemy on the border. A shattering of their ranks, an inability to function cohesively, a breaking of their command and control. For those that have betrayed this nation, we pray that they will have such a burden placed upon them, a crippling burden, almost impossible to move or speak, that the only way through that is to humble themselves before the throne, to beg for mercy and repentance. And for those trying to do the noble work, may they be righteous and mighty. May you stay their hand for the quickness of the sword of the steel and rather to raise their hand with the mightiness of the sword of the spirit. And may that alone be so profound that even those seeking to come across the border will be stunned. They'll be humbled. Whether it's a coyote, a sicario, whether it's the cartel, and for those, they will either seek your repentance or they will be cast aside and turned into chaos. All of this, Father, comes back to Laura Lee, that she may be given the strength and the protection around her to be an influencer of such profound moment in this profound moment, to understand the purpose that you have her there for, and to guide her in the following steps of where she needs to go. Guide her and protect her. Prayer request from Florida, from Florida girl. We have a tornado a few days ago, quite a lot of damage. Please pray for us as we put our lives back together. God showed us mercy and protection. Now one, no one was hurt. Well, Father, we, we are, thank you. Thank you, Father, for the protection of the people. Property can be restored. Lives cannot. This is a difficult time whenever we go through loss like this, a shredding of the things so, Father, we pray, in, in, as this is a challenging moment, that within this there's a silver lining. That as people are beginning to rebuild their lives, that they can find that connection more deeply with you, a resurrection of the true sense of community, the coming together, the placing of values in the important place of the worship in Jesus, and the strength in the power of the Holy Spirit, and to understand together that they can overcome. Turn this community into a mighty example of overcomers. The days ahead won't be easy, but we also pray for the resources needed for them to put things back together, that the agencies that may be there to help open their purse pockets to help them with what they need, that there's no hesitation, that the ideas of racial difference and all this nonsense that are being put between us to divide us are cast aside, that there's no room for the devil, no room for the father of lies, and that as the community comes together and finds time to pray together and worships together, this hedge of protection, which we pray around this community today, strengthens in such a mighty way that this community becomes a beacon, a stronghold for kingdom, one that people's eyes will be drawn to, to be inspired by, guide them and protect them. Could we put a prayer request up for the group for Azrael? He's trying to get, find gainful employment that doesn't compromise his morals and faith. Well, Father, we pray for Azrael and his need for employment. We pray that he will be guided by your hand, that he will be inspired by those gifts and talents that were within his heart, that it will be very clear on what he's seeking and that his intention will become very clear. 
and that the opportunities that he needs, the doors will open, even if they're small doors, that he'll have the eyes of discernment to realize that what's put before him are the stepping stones to greater works in you. So, Father, we pray for that clarity. We pray for that discernment. We pray for that blessing for Azrael. I just spoke with Jan and Tony in person. I have an update for Friday's Bended Knee, please. Tomorrow, May 11th, Tony is having an outpatient procedure for a port to be installed for chemo starting next Tuesday. The cancer has spread from the colon to the liver, and now it's metastasized into the lungs. Please, Bards Nation, pray hard for Tony, that we will receive a miracle from Father, and that he receives peace from the Lord Christ Jesus. Jen said she feels that the prayers are working, and he has asked that this family of prayer warriors continue to pray and keep Tony uplifted in prayer. Tony believes in miracles as well, but also confided that the whole thing sucks and he is preparing for the alternative. Please uplift this kind uplift this kind and nice man and pray that Jan continues to derive strength from family, friends, and prayers of Bard's Nation. Spooky Rick Mulder. Father, we don't know your will in this moment. But we do know that this is a man who's fighting and believes in miracles. And in the moments like this, when the enemy is striking hard, it can be a demoralizing and debilitating experience. It can be one that wears us down to where the darkness begins to be the plane in which we look into rather than the glory of kingdom. We begin this prayer for Tony, Father, that no matter where his path takes him, that that armor around him, that hedge of protection around him is so fantastic that uh, he's encircled by the hands of angels and touched in the heart by Jesus himself. And that he's able to continue to keep his eyes truly on the glory and beauty of the kingdom and not be drawn into the darkness, which is done so well by the father of lies. May any of the demonic forces around him be cast out. And with that father, may he we. We declare miraculous healing over Tony. May your will be done, Father, but we are declaring healing for him, a miraculous healing that shakes off this cancer, that overcomes the impossible, that truly shakes even the doctors around him to witness something miracle that they can't do. It will not be of the chemicals, but it will be of the blessing of the Holy Spirit. We pray for his wife, that Jan, that she can continue to be part of the strength in him, for him, by his side, praying with him and being a conduit for the greatness of the Holy Spirit, and that the two of them together can stand strongly in this moment, finding a deeper love in themselves through Christ and through Christ to you, Father. Bless these two. Let's raise this man up to make him yet another powerful voice in this fight, in this war, as a testimony to the greatness of prayer and healing. And guide him and protect him. I have a prayer request. I mentioned a few weeks ago to pray for Maggie and Carmen. Carmen is Maggie's great-grandmother, and she raised her from a baby. My husband and I are not blood relatives, but we have been in her life since she was a baby. She is the same age as my kids, so they, close, they are close as siblings. Carmen passed away yesterday. She doesn't have blood family that are open to raising her. Maggie is 15. I need prayers that Maggie comes home with us 
or the Lord's will. We love her and don't want her life to be any harder than it has been. Her biological father overdosed and passed away years ago, and she hasn't seen her mom in three years. Her mother is on drugs also. The rest of the family isn't much better. When we have been been a constant in her life but have no legal rights, we need prayers for her. Thank you for your podcast. I really hope to meet you someday. I'm in southern Indiana, close to Cincinnati. If you get down your way, I'll give you a holler. God bless you and your family. Love, Charlotte. Chardbird. Father, the damage and destruction that we witness to the youth is a heavy burden for us all to bear. Here we have something miraculous. We have a giving soul who is desiring to have somebody who is now in a crisis moment in her life be her surrogate family. What a beautiful heart and soul of Jesus that is. Father, we ask for your blessings here, and we will declare that a hedge of protection be put around them so that they can truly hear that love that's shared through the body of Christ. That Maggie can, in the difficult moments, have the eyes and the ears to have clarity and discernment to realize what sits before her, a choice. Not one of difficulty, which the father of lies likes to lure us into, but rather a choice to walk within a path of love by a family that truly seeks to have her part of their own. We ask for the prayers on Maggie to keep her safe, but equally to give her that clarity and strength and decision to make the choice to walk into love, into a family that's holding its arms open and surrounded by the love of Jesus. And we pray for Charbird. We pray for them and their strength and their commitment and their prayers and their love to bless them with a, a, give, a reception of a gift of Maggie in their lives. We pray for the healing of hearts and ultimately for Maggie in a time over time that perhaps her blessing and strength that can come from a new family can help spread that love into the damage and wreckage that is around hers. But Father, she does not deserve to walk in any more darkness. And deserving or however that passes out, we just ask again and declare again, not only a hedge of protection, but ask for your blessing to bring her home to a family that truly loves and wants her there, to teach her and guide her in a greater level of love in Christ. Prayers for those in Texas experiencing flooding. Father, in such a time as this, when storms are coming out of nowhere, we pray for the protection of the families that are in the way of the floods in Texas. And if the floods happen to be on the border or in areas where human sex trafficking is happening, we pray for the protection of those that are in the way of that and the destruction of those that are in the hand of making human sex trafficking happen. Protect those that are there, Father, and may this experience once again knit a community together and raise communities up truly more strengthening and more powerful with their eyes on you. Just an update on deplorable dog mom. She's still feeling a good amount of pain in her joints, but the abdominal 
and back pain are much less today. Body weakness and fatigue are still an issue as well. We appreciate all the prayers and would would love you and love you've shown and continue to show. Truth Patriot. Dog Mom is Father, we pray for Dog Mom. And we pray and declare a, a continued powerful and miraculous healing over her body. And any of the pain that she has and any of the fatigue and weaknesses she's experiencing in her body be cast aside, that she continues to find strength and the well of strength that comes from the Holy Spirit to raise her up, to push off that pain and to push off that fatigue and that weakness, to restore her body to a mightiness and kingdom and to once again be a beacon, a testimony for the power of prayer and the strength of the Holy Spirit that can heal and restore us all. My sister is a spinal fluid leaker. It's the result of having high spinal fluid pressure, which then causes a leak. She's been patched. It's a crazy process. I give her, it gave her a decent life for about one and a half years. She started leaking. The patched, they patched her again. It didn't take. So the new technology, they tried again. It, it either didn't take or she developed another leak. The closest I can come to explaining what it's like is to be a leaker is to be really badly hung over all the time, only much worse. She's very despondent. There's little possibility of attempting another patch. It's time for a miracle healing. Please pray for her. I don't want her to lose her as she's been my anchor to sanity for much of my life. I already lost my 23-year-old son last year to fentanyl, Keith. Father, we pray for Keith's sister. And Father, we're going to pray for a, and declare a true miraculous healing over this young lady. Father, this is a time, again, where we continually run into the walls of modern medicine, mechanical solutions that were truly were not intended for the human body. Father, we pray for healing hands around Keith's sister, truly a hedge of protection to keep away any of the darkness that may be settling in. We pray for the true blood of Christ to touch her, to heal this leakage, and to restore her body, her spine, her whole presence to the perfection of kingdom. We pray that this moment will awaken an amazing experience with Jesus. And whatever your will is, Father, we just pray that this connection can happen in the presence of mind, a clarity of mind, that she can embrace Christ, have a deep relationship with him, and in the process truly be restored for whatever time you have for her on this earth. Father, we pray for this powerful miracle. We pray for this incredible time for her that will shake the hospitals. This, Father, is one of the greatest things that continues to happen as we witness these miracles to destabilize and shake the rigidness and closed-mindedness of what goes on in our medical institutions. Each one of these beautiful children of yours has the opportunity to become spokesmen and women for the powers and miracles of healing. And we pray for this and declare this over Keith's sister. Guide them and protect them. And thank you, Father. 
update on Haley. I just got word that her heart is functioning at 25%. They will be doing an EKG today or in this morning. Her kidneys are not functioning and she will need dialysis daily. That di- I, they didn't know if dialysis is going to work. She's communicating better today, but it's extremely hard for her and she gets tired. She has neurological deficits, but hopefully that will get better with therapy. Update. Haley's health has improved. Praise be to God. Keep the prayers coming. Update on Haley. The heart doctor came in and said that her heart is pumping better, but that they think that there is a chance that the M- the MRSA has latched onto the valve of her heart. They plan to take a better look at it. If that's the case, they are worried it will turn to sepsis. Habiba. Well, Father, we are seeing progress in Haley, and we're praying for the continued and powerful healing of Haley. We declare that in this moment, that again, as the doctors find these problems, it's almost like a demonic hand trying to reach in and disrupt the healing. May the Holy Spirit step in here, Father, and just push all that out. That there's a hedge of protection around her. That instead of finding the darkness, what they find is the power of healing before their very eyes. Shocked and awed, the doctors come to her and, and realize that her heart now is functioning perfectly that she's being restored to her full sense. Neurological deficits are restored and that she finds strength again to being another testimony in the power of healing for kingdom. Protect her, Father. We pray for this hedge of protection. We decree healing over Haley and may this experience make her yet closer and deeper in her relationship with Jesus. I have a special prayer request. I have several fall. I have, I had a severe fall several days ago, and it seems to be either, it seems I either cracked or fractured a rib on my left side. Hurts like heck, especially when I breathe. Was going to see the doc, but decided to hold off because if it is that, and I suspect it might be, there isn't anything they really do, they can really do about it. Time is the best healer. And meanful, in, and meanwhile, monitoring it to be careful. And if it gets worse, we'll see a doc. Since COVID, I've tried to avoid them as much as possible. Would kindly appreciate any prayer if so led. Thanks and blessings, Jan. Well, Father, staying away from hospitals is our normal process now. And as we get into these moments where there are breakages and there are damage to the body, the one thing that we have often where we have so much been led away is to understand the power and the miracles of a restorative body which you gave us. Father, we pray for Jan. We pray for a miraculous and instant healing of this rib, that pain will be taken away, that the concerns and agitations of what it may be will be removed from her mind because she'll feel the true healing within her. Let this moment be truly a powerful, powerful restorative moment, a prayer that works so decisively it cuts through the pain and cuts through the breakage and heals it and binds it in a perfect way, stronger than it was before. And that the concerns or worries about having to go to the hospital or doctors are cast aside. And yet again, the power through the power of prayer and the miracles of healing, we're reminded, not just in Jan's testimony to, that will be to come, but in testimonies that she can share, that truly we can restore our bodies through the power of prayer and the Holy Spirit.
So this was from an update, and I've read this already, but I'm going to read it again today. This is Dakota, the baby that was in, that was born prematurely. This comes from Alexis. Dakota is not going to make it. She's been extubated today, and we will be able to hold her while she passes. Dakota met our Lord Tuesday. Alexis and Tony did not, or Alexis and Tony did go to their church last night, Wednesday, and are grieving, but trust the Lord from almost normal. Father, losing a child is not something we want anybody to experience. And I truly believe that as much as we try to rationalize this, there's things that even heaven can control. But we can pray and will pray for the healing of the hearts of Alexis and Tony. They truly love this gift that you gave them. And that in itself is a blessing that too few children truly experience these days. Whatever the purpose of Alexis was, or of Dakota, excuse me, we pray that that blessing that was given to Alexis and Tony be fully felt and fill their hearts. And though the loss is hard, we pray for another child if they so choose, and not just one, but as many as they choose, to experience that true power of love and to let the legacy and memory of Dakota fill them with the inspiration to bring greater love into this world. We pray for the unburdening of their hearts as difficult as it is in this moment and that the grieving process transforms quickly into the celebration of what Dakota gave them. We say these things in Jesus' name. This breaks my heart. Adrian is a former veteran patient I treated for a devastating head injury from a saw. Adrian has given me permission to share information about him and his injury. Adrian sustained multiple tendon lacerations and nerve injuries in his left hand. He is legally blind. He worked as a stage handler before his hand injury. He was so passionate about going back to work. However, with his lack of sensation in his hand and his eyesight challenged, that did not happen. I am looking into a HESA grant that provides veterans with financial assistance. We will seek that, see if that pans out. If you can give, if you can, if you not give to Adrian, please pray for him, E.K. Mack. Well, Father, we do pray for Adrian and we pray for his pathway forward here. But I think we begin by praying for true healing. We have to get past the idea that somehow these injuries are going to be permanent. So, Father, today we're stepping into some place a bit new. Someone who has suffered injuries, who has lived with injuries, who has become accustomed to injuries. We pray for today is a miraculous healing, a restoration of his body, a restoration of his tendons, of his nerves in his left hand, a restoration of his sight. Our prayers are truly towards a transformative experience that's so profound that it will be a rapid recovery and a restoration of his body to the perfection of kingdom. And in doing so, to reinvigorate his understanding of the true power of the Holy Spirit, to reinvigorate his hope 
not to be left cast aside and wandering, waiting for some opportunity to completely change his life, but rather to go back to his passions. Because passions ultimately, Father, are led by you. How we use them, how we do them is a different thing. But Father, this is a moment here where we're praying truly for Adrian and to make him a symbol, a spokesman, a shining example of the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of truly restorative healing and the power to be an overcomer, to remind us truly of the power of what our bodies are and what the prayer does and what the connection with the Holy Spirit provides, that we can overcome the greatest of injuries and to walk in this world as powerful representatives of kingdom. Scott and Bart's family, thank you so much for your prayers for my daughter, Jessica, that I wrote about last week. I wish I could say things are better, but her biological father passed away yesterday. She seems to be taking it pretty well, said she had made his peace with God, said he had made his peace with God. We have a family trip planned to see my other daughter and her family at the beach so we could all be together on Mother's Day. She had someone lined up to watch her dogs, but the lady called that this evening to say that her daughter had broken her ankle and she could she had to go to New Jersey to care for her. She's still trying to find someone, but if not, it means either staying home or leaving her husband. Not a good plan. His stroke has left him very forgetful to watch the dogs. Please continue to pray for this, her especially to be able to make this trip if the Lord's if it is the Lord's will. They really need some time away from all this stress they are under, God's child. Father, as I'm reading this, I'm simply hearing and seeing that this is yet another demonic attack. And so we pray for a hedge of protection around Jessica. And we press and we rebuke any of the demonic influences that are trying to creep in. As your will, Father, but we, if however this happens, we pray that Jessica will be able to get some time with her mother and with her family. We pray that what she's dealing with, she'll have some moments to, re- to reinvigorate her strength and to truly be able to dig deeper into her relationship with Christ. Bless her with the resources she needs. Bless her with a time of healing that she needs. Bless her with this opportunity to share love with others. Bless her for a healing of the heart in the loss of her biological father. Guide her and protect her, Father. Please pray for one of my employees. He's suffering from severe back pain, Zach Kennedy. Well, Father, we know how back pain can be and very debilitating. And whoever this is, you know their name. We pray in this moment of restoration. We declare a a healing over this employee. But with the healing, we also pray for a healing in the soul and the spirit. That the encounter will be, the experience will be so profound, it will be undeniable that it came from the Holy Spirit and with the blood of Christ. That in doing so, that this person will be restored into the kingdom in a greater way with their eyes on Christ, humbly placing themselves before the throne and becoming a mightier voice in this war against darkness. Asking for prayers. A young man who is cared for by my grandmother, excuse me, a young man who is cared for by his grandmother, she is all he really has. Grandmother is in the hospital and not lucid. 
didn't remember her grandson. My husband and daughter, who is his friend, are the only way to be with his with this young man, are on the way to be with this young man. Pray for all, please. Hard night ahead. Loss is a difficult thing, Father. And there comes a time we know that you call us all home. And unfortunately in this day, losing those that are very close to us seems to be an increasingly common experience. Father, we pray for this young man. And we pray for him because he has already given his heart. And he has been so deeply taken care of by a grandmother who apparently has stepped in to be his own mother. Difficult losses. We pray for this moment that he will have a moment of clarity with his grandmother, even in the last moments, if that's, how you, if that's your will. A moment of clarity where they can truly say the closure is needed or we can have a restoration of the grandmother. This is a moment, Father, that it's difficult to discern whether we are to seek healing or closure. But either way, may there be healing of the heart. And may this moment be shared together in such a mo- powerful way that rather than breaking him down, it restores him and invigorates him and inspires him to seek greatness, to take what has been given and to realize the gift that's given of someone who cared for him is something now he's to bring into the world. Guide him, Father. Protect him. Strengthen him. May a hedge of protection be wrapped around him. And may this time now be one in reflection and experience a true encounter with Christ to bring him closer to the true purpose that he is here on this earth. So, um, update, it says, Josh is coming to stay with us at the farm for the night. He is 18 and needs protection and prayers. Thank you, family, Montana. So I think that's the same person. All right, so Josh is the one we were praying for. So, Father, we just continue to pray for the protection of Josh. My son went to into the hospital on 5123 with acute onset of loss of sensation and strength paralysis in his lower extremities with an unknown cause. Today, 5923, he could stand with assistance and feel the floor under his feet. The father walks with him in the in this time of darkness. Thank you all for all the kind emails, DMs, donations, and prayers for my son and this family. Fire medic. Well, Father, we thank you and praise you for the again healing that has been brought and continues to be brought onto Fire Medic's son. May this continue in a profound way. May he be restored fully, and may this experience be one of testimony for him to share to the world of the power of the Holy Spirit. Each one of these people that seem to be falling or be in a place of brokenness, we know that the restoration of your love, Father, can be so profound that they can truly be powerful agents, powerful soldiers on this battlefield to speak the truth of kingdom, to speak the truth of prayer, to speak the truth of the power of the Holy Spirit, and to lead people to Jesus. May he be one. Hey, Bart's family, I would like to ask if you would offer prayers for the spiritual and mental healing of my wife. She's in a dark place, and I have been praying and trying so hard to help her, but it has come to the point where I need to call in reinforcements. Please pray for her and ask Father to help her defeat her demons. 
I love you all very much, and I pray every day that Father will bless and protect all of you and your families. Unbreakable Patriot. Father, we declare a hedge of protection around Unbreakable Patriot's wife. We pray for a rebuking of the influence of demonic around her. And we pray that within this moment and in this rebuke and this space that we prayed for to be created around her, that the presence of Jesus himself can be there to lift her eyes up, to have her eyes fall upon Christ and to be restored in her heart. We pray that in this moment that she has with Jesus, that she will be so completely rejuvenated within him, that she will have the presence of mind and to cast out those demons within her, to declare Christ as her Savior. And then to realize that the love beside her, her husband, has been there all along. And through Jesus, each one of them will come closer to each other. May this burden that unbreakable patriot is carrying be lifted, taken up by the many that pray for him today, to give him rejuvenated strength and to be able to be there with her, to pray with her, and to have the Holy Spirit presence in their home to cleanse out all the influences that are around them, to restore this home to a loving, powerful place where kingdom resides mightily and the love of Christ resonates above all. Guide them and protect them. Bart's family, please pray for my husband's brother, Tim Wallivan, and his family as he had a massive heart attack and died at age 45. When mom of, th- when mom of three. Wow, Father, difficult moment. We pray for this family. A big loss. And a big loss to a family that is going to now have to deal with a great deal of of pain and challenging. We pray for the healing of hearts. We pray for the strengthening of this family. We pray for the unity of the family, extended family, to come together now to truly be what we're intended to be, a community and a love that's shared with each other. May this moment, as difficult as it is, knit together a greater understanding and appreciation of the love that we share within the body of Christ. And may this loss strengthen the family that is there together now, that they work together as one, not as separates, to honor each other, to raise each other up, and to honor the Father that has fallen. And may we pray for Tim, not knowing his relationship with Christ, but we pray for him, sending him, and that he be sent to you to be loved and you reunited with his family and his friends and that he sits in waiting for his family to return. Zoe update, still waiting on the results, but doctors say possible leg amputation. Some coworker, same coworker got a call from another friend about her son, Curtis, who is 20 to 21. He went through cancer treatment and they were monitoring a small lung nodule. Doctors decided to remove it and found out his cancer has returned. Insidious. Well, Father, this is one of those very difficult moments where the powers of Western healing seek to cut and destroy And the powers of kingdom seek to restore and to revive. We pray for a full restoration and revival, a casting out of all the cancers and an instant revival of this leg. 
a restoration is what we declare for and healing of this leg that it will be fully restored to its perfection as you intended that the hands of the of the cutters be stayed and that instead the doctors are stunned and amazed at the miracle that happens before them that the cancer is out that there's no need to cut the leg and that instead we go through a restorative process of healing and strengthening this leg and their healing and restoring of the spirit and soul of this of this person Prayers for our brother Christ Enrique, who is traveling to Israel Sunday with his seminary classmates. Well, Father, we just pray that you'll keep a hedge of protection and a beautiful envelope of the Holy Spirit around Enrique as he travels to Israel. May the presence of Jesus be so profound within him that all those fools in Israel that he's tried to denounce Israel or try to say that the word of Christ is not allowed be silenced. And instead, that he becomes a symbol there within those that have come across with him of the glory of the Holy Spirit to walk amongst them and remind them all that, the, that our Savior, our King, is present and alive. Praises. Testimony, my name is Kim, and I wrote a few weeks ago and asked for prayers for myself and my daughter as well as a homeless woman I met. Thank you to all my family here at Bards. I am blessed to share that through the prayer, I found a safe place for the homeless woman, and she is out of the shelter. Father has provided the resources for us to help her. I ask for prayers for myself to put to rest my worries and help me do it right, do the right work. I'm trying to organize a prayer group for a Saint and Con that is happening in East Brunswick, New Jersey. Thank you, Scott, for all your inspiration. God bless each of you. Father, thank you for this, again, for another amazing testimony. And may you continue to bless Kim and bless her with the resources needed to continue to, do, to help those in need. And Father, as we see this rise of this nonsense of Satan Khan, we, we pray an absolute prayer of disruption and chaos upon, upon Satan Khan that whatever they're doing be completely turned on its head. That people within Satan, con, instead of seeking that stupid belief, seek Jesus, that there's disruption and breaking within the ranks, very much as Gideon did to the armies. Let the horns of the heavens blow and let the light of Jesus rise and may it disrupt the ranks and break through the unity and cause them chaos amongst themselves. And may the Satan con be a complete and total failure. We pray that the, the Satan can be limited so it can't expand beyond its borders and that whatever resources are needed by Kim, that they're provided in terms of people and resources to fulfill this in a powerful way to fight this back with prayers and the presence of the Holy Spirit. I also have a praise, to the, a praise the Lord announcement. Several weeks ago, I asked for prayers for my friend, Ulysses, who had undergone eye surgery because the pressure inside his eye was so high that it was causing blindness. He was told by the doctors that his sight would probably not be restored, and at best, maybe partially. Less than two months later, his sight is fully restored, and he returns to work on the 16th. Praise Jesus, and thank you, prayer warriors. Mila, Father, praise you. Praise Jesus for this amazing healing of Mila's friend, Ulysses. 
We are so blessed with these testimonies and the reminder of the authorities which you've given to us, the authorities which we are declaring here for healing each and every Friday and each and every day that we pray like this. So, Father, thank you. And thank you for strengthening us in our mission to represent kingdom and in so doing to raise up those that are in need, need to be healed. We pray that Ulysses can use this moment, be inspired by this moment to truly put his eyes deeper in a relationship with Christ and to become yet another beacon of testimony to speak to the power of prayer and this power of the healing of the Holy Spirit. Praise to Christ and foremost, but I want to give thanks to everyone who has shared and donated and prayed for my family regarding the toxic mold. Through your support, we will be able to start repairs this weekend. May your blessings be multiplied. God bless. Nikki. Well, Father, we thank you for these continued support of this amazing group. We pray that Nikki will continue to find what she needs in terms of resources. She still has quite a ways to go. We pray for all the resources needed. and We thank you for just giving us an opportunity to support yet another one of our own that has faced a very difficult moment. May you bless her, bless her husband, bless her daughter, bless her family in full to give them full restoration of their home and her health. We say these things in Christ's name. So, patrons, I'm going to close with a double update. This is from Shelley, day 36 and day 37. Day 36, today was a day of rest and recovery after two doctor's appointments yesterday. Shelley's appetite continues to improve and we seem to have pain management under control for the most part. So now it's working on regarding regaining strength and language skills. I'm developing a routine with the animals, but I'm way behind on the yard and garden and pastures. The first batch of chickens that hatched the night we went to the hospital are now in their coop. All of them made it. That's a miracle on its own. We have been spending a lot of time talking about the time in the hospital and what happened while we were there. It's difficult at times trying to explain everything that was happening without worrying about it being too much. It's also hard to believe this all started just over five weeks ago. Shelley's birthday is coming up on Friday. I'm not sure what we will do, if anything at all, but we are both happy to be able to celebrate another birthday together. Day 37. We had our best night of sleep since leaving the hospital. That's really positive. We struggled with some head and neck pain this afternoon, but were able to get under get it under control with medication. The really big news was our family family, Willow, who gave us a beautiful our family Rue. Willow, who gave us a beautiful little fe- female Joey. I'm hoping she will be able to will be a therapeutic addition to Shelley's routine. Most of Joey's days for the next few weeks is being held and bottled fed as we try to socialize her with humans. We have been getting a lot of people asking when Shelley will be singing again. I pray it's soon. However, we have a really long road ahead of us and it's probably going to be quite a while before we are at that point. Trying to stay awake long enough to watch the Rangers and then catch the tail end of stars games any suggestions for names of our new rue well father what a miraculous testimony of healing shelly has overcome the impossible and we are it's we are praised we send praises to you and praises through our lord jesus for this miraculous healing she is part of a one percent that has even survived this experience father we 
pray something amazing and powerful today. We pray for the return of Shelley to sing. Singing is a gift, a gift given to her by you. And may this moment inspire her to a new level of composition, and may her voice be brought to a new level of joy as if the melodies of the heaven itself. And may the, the doubts or the hesitations or the concerning of the th- way that we see the world, as Tim is very pragmatic and honest in what he says, but may even he be amazed. May even he be shaken by the r- rapidness and immediacy of the restoration of Shelley's language and her ability to sing and bring the joy of, to those around her, the miracles of heaven that she's experienced, and the power of the Holy Spirit that's flown through them all. Guide her in this time, Father. Restore her. And we declare this amazing healing over her, an instant and powerful healing that will be so shocking to those around her that will bring joys and smiles and people on their knees repenting with eyes to you. Bless us with this all, Father, and we thank you in Christ's name. Patriots, that closes our prayer Friday. I'm going to close with a prayer. Father God, We've come to you today with a humbled heart. We come to you today on our knees sitting before you, humbled and and realizing just how amazing it is in the time that you've placed us. Father, we're grateful for this journey you've placed us on. We're grateful for the experiences that continue to show us the power of prayer and remind us of the authorities given to us. Father, we're grateful for the confidence that you're giving us the wisdom, and that true discernment to be able to look at things and start to see them through the lens and the eyes that you give us. Father, we ask for the continued clarity as we walk forward. We ask for the perfection of hearing to hear you more clearly. And we continue to pray for the continued strengthening of this remnant army to be one of a mighty force, not one that wants its name recognized, but rather one that knows that its prayers move mountains. Father, we pray for those on the border. This is a difficult time. We pray for those that are now facing off against each other. Some in true desperation coming from the south. Many woven in amongst their ranks that have nothing but evil in their heart. And we have the courageous men and women on the border trying to do a job to protect a land which they swore to protect and defend. Amongst even their ranks, though, Father, we have those of of deceit. So, Father, we pray for the darkness, the evil ones, to be revealed, to be rebuked, to be bound, to be put into mental chaos to where they can't think or function or unite in a single strength. We pray for the disruption of the enemy's operations in such a degree that they are scattered, unable to function very much like Gideon did to the armies. May the horns of heaven blow. Father, for those on the line, we ask that there's a a mighty strength in the Holy Spirit that rises amongst them to stay their hand of steel but to rely first on the hand of the Holy Spirit, the sword of the Spirit, which can now heal, bring truth, and rebuke that evil. Father, we pray for this nation. We pray mercy over our nation today. Mercy for a nation that is still so many wandering. We pray for the awakening of hearts to break the idolatries, to wake up from this cult that they're living in to put their eyes on you, not on a politician, not on a name brand, but eyes on you, Father. For those in our government that continue to be deceitful, may all their plans be muddled, turned into chaos. 
may the words that they speak not be not those of lies, but they be forced and compelled to speak only truth, to reveal truly their hearts to the world and expose them for what they are. May the news media who continues to weave a narrative of lies be broken and shattered, and may that institution continue to fall like the towers of Babylon. And may the obsession with money and things that continue to consume men's hearts become rancor. It's so difficult to process that people turn away from it, instead put their eyes into the Word, their eyes on Christ, and they seek you, Father. We pray for repentance for this nation. We pray for mercy for this nation. And we pray for the remnant, Father, a remnant that continues day in and day out to pray, to seek the power and wisdom that you provide, that follows that path of Christ to unwind the narrative of the weakness, but see instead the mightiness of a glorful warrior that has both meek and powerful in one hand. May we find that in our hearts. May we find the strength to be able to flip tables and to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead and to do greater works than he and above all, to spread the word and glory of Jesus himself. Guide us in this time, Father, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, once again, a great prayer Friday. Thank you all. We will do these each Friday. And I think that uh, the testimonies speak for themselves as to why we will continue to be here as long as God provides. Tonight, we have Pastor Dave Bryan on from Church of Glad Tidings. I think you'll enjoy this interview immensely. He's a wonderful pastor and a very good friend of mine. So until then or until the next time, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly in Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space 
promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 